2020, New Year, New Decade. In this special episode, Tyler and I are going to take a look back at 2019 and discuss the three things that God has taught us over this year. That's what we'll be discussing today on Christ, Culture, and Coffee. This is Christ, Culture, and Coffee, a podcast designed to help equip Christians to be able to defend their faith and be confident in their faith. Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Coffee. I'm your host, Robbie Lashua, and I'm here with Tyler Hurley. What's up, Tyler? Hey, what's up? We're super excited because New Year's is upon us, uh, but uh, we're just super excited to kind of talk about and reflect on the things that God has taught us in 2019. And not only that, this is a big New Year's celebration because we're not just stepping into a new year. This is a new decade. It is a new decade. We're back in the 20s. Back the roaring 20s. Yeah. Is that what we're calling it? I, call I don't it. know, because if, if that happens, that means in 10 years we're going to suffer through another depression. I don't so. want to do that. Okay. <laughs> Let's just call it the soaring 20s. The soaring 20s. The exploring 20s. I like Who it. knows? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, I'm excited, too, to talk about just the, the things that God has taught us over the past year. Um, man, God is just so good, and it's good to reminisce, and it's good to remember the lessons he's taught and the prayers he's answered and things <laughs> yeah. like that. So that's what we want this episode to be all about. Uh, but before we get into the content, we do want to remind you uh, to follow us on social media. We have Instagram. You can get on our Facebook page. We have the Insiders group on Facebook that's specific, um, and it's a closed group. You actually have to do something for us to get on there. You have that's to, right. You have to rate and review us on uh, iTunes in order to be a part of that group. Uh, and also follow us on YouTube. We have um, a bunch of videos up on YouTube. We'd love for you to go follow us on there and um, stay up to date on all of that as we're adding to that over this new year. And hopefully, as we continue to add to it, for the entire new decade. Right, Tyler? Yeah, yeah that'd, be, that'd be great. How old will you be at, in 2030? Oh, gosh. Uh just 30, 10 years away. Yeah, 32. 32. Okay, so you won't even be as old as me in 10 years. No. That's bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, Whatever. That's what will happen. I'll be 32 <laughs> 10 years from now. Well, here's to you making it Well, from far. right now. I was born in December, <laughs> so I guess really if you're thinking about it, I'll probably be 31. Yeah, that but, makes yeah, sense. Okay. Mostly here. Cool. Well, um, yeah, nice. definitely make sure you're following us on our social <laughs> stuff on uh, YouTube. We put out a lot of stuff on there just to keep you up to date and uh, plugged in. And we love answering questions. Actually, um, after this episode, we're going to start a series on um, unsung heroes in the Bible, yeah. on lesser known characters. And actually, that came from a uh, uh, Instagram post on one of our stories from a listener who said, hey, can you guys talk about characters in the Bible and go in depth? And I, and I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, we were kind of thinking about that and had some stuff on it. So. Well, it's cool because what's exciting about that is that's a main example of the type of feedback we take from our listeners. So we don't just um, respond or see what you're sending to us on mm-hmm. the, the Instagram accounts or the Facebook or the insiders group. Like we, we take uh, the messages that we get seriously and we end up uh, um, taking feedback and applying it to the show. So I think that with that, um, this is a great example of uh, a time where one of our listeners has stepped in, given us some feedback, and we want to we want to hear you. We want yep. to hear your opinions, and we want to 
make the show better for you because you are the listener. You're the one that we are doing this for. We're hoping that this, again, the, the goal of this podcast is to be able to equip Christians, be able to defend their faith and be confident in their faith. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're not doing that if we're not meeting you guys where you're at. And so we want, uh, we love hearing back um, from you guys, whether it's feedback on an episode we've done or ideas for future topics. Yeah, uh, or success stories you've had yes, with talking yeah. with people about apologetics, all those t- sorts of things. We love to hear that. Yeah, and so... So uh, just keep it up. Keep sending us messages and get plugged in if you're not already because uh, you're missing out on the opportunity to um, to get involved and to be a part of a community. Yeah, so. we have a great community, too, of insiders, man. They share some really awesome stuff, ask you questions. It's a great place to be plugged in. So, all right, well, let's move into talking about today. So top three, Tyler, the top three things God has taught each of us yes. over the, pa- the, past, uh, the past year, 2019. So um, I'm going to go first. Do it. I just decided that. Right just now. do it. I just, just Okay, man. All just, right. Do it. So one of the things that um, God has really taught me is that he delights in answering big prayers and little prayers Mm. in my life, big prayers and uh, little prayers. And so I was thinking a lot about a couple of specific things that God has done over this past year, and um, it reminded me of what Jesus said in uh, Matthew Matthew chapter 7. Um, I want to I read this. This is such a cool passage. Matthew 7, I'm going to start in verse 7 and continue f- through a few verses. Jesus says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For whoever asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you when his son asks for a loaf will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children... How much more will your Father who is in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? Mm, yeah. So uh, th- thinking back over this past year, <clears throat> there's been a couple of really big um, answers to prayer. And then there's been some really cool um, answers to small prayers, I guess. <laughs> right, <laughs> Less yeah. important things, right? Um, and it just reminded me of how God delights in answering our prayers because he's a good dad who really cares about his kids. So um, uh, I don't know if I ever shared this on the air, but uh, my brother has had brain cancer four times. Mm. Um, it started about about 10 years ago, and every two years it co- it's come back. Uh, and he's had to have horrible brain surgery. And um, it's just been – its it, I mean, obviously for him and his wife, it's been rough, right? But yeah. it's been rough for all of us. Um, and so lots of prayer for, for my brother, lots of prayer that God would heal him, lots of prayer that um, that it wouldn't come back, all of those things. You know, this has been a decade of me praying about right, this, yeah. this specific thing. So one of the things that um, – that was awesome this year. So, so my brother, every two years, this this cancer would come back, and you have to have brain surgery again, and chemo, and radiation, and on and on. And so, um, this last time he had it, his uh, his doctors were really confident that this would be the last time he has to go through it, radiation wise, and everything. They say we're going to get it. This is this is we see such success with the type of cancer this is, and with the radiation we do that this will. We're, we're pretty confident this will be the last time. And I thought, man, if doctors are saying that, yeah, then it's probably yeah. true that this will be uh, the last time. So um, anyways, this summer was two years since the last time we found out it came back. Right, right. And um, a couple weeks ago, my brother goes in for uh, um, testing, MRI and everything, and they check in. And they call them. They're like, hey, you got to come back in 
So he goes back in like, you know, a few days later and uh, they told him, yeah, everything's clear. (laughs) It all looks good. (laughs) And I thought about how God's been answering huge prayers like that in my life. Yeah, a decade of praying and this is the longest he's gone without having it again. Um, Just such an awesome, awesome answer to prayer. I'm so thankful for it. And so that was a big prayer that God answered. Now, a a small prayer uh, that he answered was uh, for Christmas this year, we went to... up north to back where I'm from, northern Arizona. And um, uh, we wanted snow so bad for Christmas, right? And yeah, it doesn't yeah. always snow up there on Christmas. It's kind of a rare thing. But my son started praying for snow uh, a couple months ago when he knew we were going up. He started praying pretty diligently about it. And I kept saying, yeah, we got to pray and ask God for snow. And we were looking at the forecast, and it was supposed to snow all week while we wow. were up there. It was awesome. I was like, man, this is great. God's going to answer our prayers. So we get up there on the 23rd, and uh, it's just rainy. And then we're there on Christmas Eve, and it's just rainy. <laughs> There's oh, wow. no snow. And wow. I'm thinking, God, I would love for you to answer my son's prayer. Not so much for the snow. The snow would be fun. But, man, it would be really neat for him to see that you answer prayers. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and, and so we went to bed on Christmas Eve night. It's rainy and cold. We wake up about 7 a.m. Christmas morning. There's two inches of snow on the ground. Wow. And it's snowing, and it's continuing to snow, and it's piling up. And I think there was about eight inches total that day. We got to go sledding. We got to snowball fights. We got to build snowmen, all of that stuff. And I remember being outside playing in the snow with my son. He's five. And he said, isn't it cool that God answered my prayer? Wow. It was awesome. Yeah. And that's that's one of my three things that God has reminded me of this year is that he's a good dad and he likes to answer our prayers, big prayers and little prayers. He likes to show us that he he cares about us. And I, I think a lot of times we miss out on seeing answered prayer because we forget about the things we prayed for. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. over Christmas break, I was going through prayer journals I had and just seeing answers to prayer that God has done, things I was praying about, and now, you know, looking back at these prayers from two, three, four, five years ago, he answered prayers that I'd forgotten about. That's so great. And it's just a good reminder that we need to document our prayers because then we'll be reminded that he's a good dad that answers prayers. Oh, no kidding. That's such a great story. I think Mm -hmm. that's just encouraging and applicable to everyone because that's like... Yeah, like you can trust God in the big things and the little things. Yeah, you absolutely can. So that's my yeah. number one takeaway from from the year. Awesome. All right. So yeah. So for my n- number one, for my first takeaway from this year, uh, I know I've vaguely talked about this on the podcast on a few episodes, but mm-hmm. uh, I just got married this past year. Woohoo! Yeah, which is exciting. It's great. Yeah, yeah, and um. Obviously, I'm sure for those of you that are listening who are married, um, you've you've personally experienced this. But getting married uh, really teaches you a lot about yourself, uh, not just your spouse mm-hmm. in that time. Because what's crazy is uh, through that you you start to really learn about who you are. Is like because your spouse is around you all the time. You have someone who's with you twenty four seven. Like well, all the time there to monitor who you are and like kind of be a, an a up close and personal eyewitness to your personhood. Yeah. So with that, um, my wife, Maddie, she's been great and like just super awesome about pointing out, um, uh, just everything uh, about me that like, uh, and encouraging me and building me up. Mm. And it's been like really teaching me a lot about myself through that. And God's 
been blessing me through that process. And so like a practical example of that, um, just this, uh, this past year, I had, um, a lot going on with, um, after we had just got married, I had to pick up a full-time work job. So I, I'm working full-time and I'm also a full-time student, which I graduated, which get to that in a bit. Yeah. But, um, with that over the past semester, um, my last semester at school working full-time and being a full-time student, it was a lot of pressure on mm-hmm. me. And there were times where uh, my wife would just come and see me and she's like, you know, I can see that you're really having a lot of tension right now. Like things are really getting to you. Mm-hmm. I think what would be healthy for you is if you took a break, like step away, get some time to be with the Lord and just rest. And that that's what's really cool about this is because without her being there by my side to see that happening in me, I was so oblivious to to myself because I'm just focused on, okay, I got to work. I got to make money. I got to bring in, uh, I, I got to turn in my homework on time, got to get good grades. Um, and so just going through that process of constantly working, I got distracted from yeah. self-care. Mm. And that was something that, uh, that my wife picked up for me. And she just she was able to look at the situation from an outside perspective while also being with me all the time and showing me like, Hey, you need to take care of yourself. And so, uh, that, that's just like one example, but it, what's crazy about the whole experience so far in marriage is it just, it's such a blessing because, um, having her with me has really taught me a lot about myself. And it's also, uh, God's way of revealing things in me. Yeah, that it just—it's cool. It's just really crazy <laughs> yeah. being able to see this, and then not only that, too. and you can hear about it before you're married. <laughs> yeah, but until yeah. you're married, you don't realize like all the sanctifying that yeah. it does for you. It's such a benefit. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And it's like, and I'm changing, and it's for the better. And I, I mm-hmm. notice it, and like that, she notices it too. She talks to me about it, and it's like, and, and then encourages me, mm-hmm. builds me up. But then she also is there to hold me accountable to when, uh, to yeah. when I do stupid things because it happens <laughs> all the time. I, 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 I'm all stupid. the time. It does. It does. Uh, <laughs> I make I make dumb decisions, and okay. I'm thankful that she is there to <laughs> to help me through that. And so um, it, it's just such a blessing. Yeah. In that. And there's a lot of growth in marriage, and it, it hasn't even been a full year yet. And that's it's awesome, like, man. I'm just seeing God really teach me a lot through this, and through the struggle of getting married young, mm-hmm. um, it's really brought us closer together. And so it's been very helpful. That's so cool, man. It reminds me of uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty two. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Mm, yeah. Isn't that cool? He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. And you're experiencing that. Yeah, you're yeah, seeing that's right. What a good thing this is, right? It is. It is. It just it God has really blessed us in our marriage too. And it just uh time and time again. Uh like like another quick example too with like being married is um God has almost miraculously met all of our needs over mm-hmm. this past year. Like, it's crazy. Um, like, uh, for example, like financial, financially we've been doing well, but every now and then something unexpected this past year has come up. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like one time we had a, a tire blowout or one time we had, um, issues with my phone or, yeah. um, we had a bill that, uh, was unexpected, like an unexpected high electric bill that came up and all this crazy things happened where we weren't expecting it financially. We're like, Oh shoot. Well, I guess that's part of the learning process when you're getting married for the first time. But then what's awesome about that is almost miraculously every single time that something like that 
occurred that was an unexpected financial thing. God provided hmm. almost the exact dollar. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like we ended up like like so one of the craziest things too is we ended up randomly getting a check in the mail that was a delayed wedding gift. Mm. Months later, it was probably in July when we got the check. But that co- that check that was a delayed wedding gift covered the bill, like the extra expenses, mm-hmm. almost exactly to the exact dollar of our high electric bill that That's summer. Awesome. And it was like, yeah, it was like super <laughs> crazy. And I'm I, and it just told us like we prayed and we thank God after that point because we're like, uh, like uh, the Lord's just teaching us that we need to trust Him, even when yeah. things like look a little sketchy right now. It's like things like it, like we have been tremendously blessed throughout mm-hmm. this past year. And so uh, I'm just super thankful for that. So that's my number one, my first uh, thing that I'm most thankful for over the past year and what God's really shown me. That's awesome, man. And again, it goes to Jesus' words, right? Like, why do yeah. you worry about tomorrow? Look at the yeah, birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the look at the flowers. Like, do they freak out? I mean, that's not what he said exactly, right? Right, Because right. he, he spoke in Aramaic. But <laughs> <laughs> do they freak out about what they're going to wear? And they're, they're prettier than anything, right? The flowers. Do the birds of the air freak out about what they're going to eat? No. God provides. And then I love it because, and aren't you more important than that? Yeah. <laughs> right? He's going to provide for your needs, <laughs> which is, it is. It's such an encouragement. That's that's awesome, man. Well, those are our top number one things we've learned. Yeah. Let's move on to number two. Number two. All right. My second thing that really struck me, uh, reminiscing about this past year, and this is going to sound stupid. Um, not stupid. This is going to sound like, well, of course, Robbie, but... <clears throat> Uh, knowing things intellectually and then experiencing them, you know them on a different level, right? Right. Like even in Greek, I don't know if you know this. Um, there's two Greek words for no in Greek. There's oida and then there's gnosko. And um, oida means like you understand it mentally, and gnosko means like you know it intimately. Mm, right. Okay. Yeah. So so um, there's like a deeper level of knowing, right? Like I knew I knew I, I know about my wife, but I also know her deeply. Right, right, yeah. Right, that makes sense. So um, I think that that's what happened with this concept to me. And, and the second thing I learned this year, and it, it's a simple truth, but man, I really saw it, is is that God is more concerned with the world than I am. Mm. He really, he, John 3.16, God loves the world, right? And I know that, and I've known that verse since, you know, what, I, I was four years old right. or whatever. I, I know it. But when I went to Rwanda in February... I, I learned it on a deeper level because I experienced it. So I'm I'm in a you know I'm in Africa I'm in a foreign country and um, we we talked about this on the podcast episode but eighty percent of the country is Christian eighty yeah, percent that's crazy and they're legit like I was talking with guys that are you know selling me woven baskets and um, you know wooden spoons and cool, cool stuff you can buy that you can't get anywhere else you know it's African. Yeah, paraphernalia, yeah, right? right? <laughs> um, and and we're bartering and arguing over price and stuff. But after I bought stuff, I'm like, hey, what church do you go to? They all went to church. They all told me what their pastor taught this last Sunday. They loved that they learned oh, that I was so a pastor. Cool. Dude, it was nuts. Um, it w- And my friend told me, yeah, a lot of people here, you know, 80% is Christian. And I was like, well, you know, what does that mean? But they're like real Christians, not, mm. not just... It, it was crazy. And it, it hit me that, you know, my perception of Africa was always, man, we got to go there and save those people. And the truth of it is, God's been there, and he is there, and he's doing greater work there than I could ever imagine. Yeah. And I got to see firsthand that he's more concerned with the world than I am. Mm. And, and I know it mentally, but I got to experience it on a deeper level. And it, it kind of taught me the secondary lesson that 
Jesus is the Savior, yeah, right, Tyler? Right. I'm not the Savior. And sometimes I think it's easy for me to 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 you know take the weight of the world on my shoulders and try to there's so many people I want to reach with the gospel and and that's all good. Yeah, yeah. But I've got to keep it in perspective that I, I need to play the part that God has me to play, not put everything on myself to be the savior of the world. Jesus is the savior of the world. Right. And right. again, I know that, but man, sometimes I don't act like that. Yeah, sometimes I don't live that. Yeah, it's understanding too that like what we're called to do is to um to share the gospel yes. and to make disciples. Yes. It's not to save and not like and to win arguments. It's it's it, not. Yeah. Just to to share so that they can hear it. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and and God's at work in the whole yeah. rest of the world. Like he's doing crazy things out there that I could never accomplish yeah. and I couldn't do. And it's good for me to go and see that he's more concerned with the world than I am. And I want to have that heart, but I also know I have limits. And I can't mm. impact every person. I don't know. That that just really that whole idea hit me this year of, you know, I I, I want to make a huge difference for the Lord and I want to do amazing things, mm. right? Yeah. But man, I, I think what I need to focus on more is playing the role God has for me and being happy with the results that He's doing around the world. God's more concerned with the world than I am, and everything's not dependent on me at all. Yeah. It's dependent on Jesus. And, right. and that perspective really kind of shaped um, ministry a little differently for me. Uh, and again, I'd always say those words, but am I living it out or am I am I stressing myself out? Yeah, like, what's your perception of it? Yeah, exactly. That's really so it. So I used to oida it. I knew it mentally. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I'm gnoscoing it more. I'm <laughs> understanding it deeper and I'm experiencing it more. So that's my number two takeaway for the year. God's more concerned with the world I am. He's more at work in the world than I could ever imagine. And he's the savior. Yeah, that's... And it's it's comforting. It's comforting to see yeah, that. And it's comforting yeah. to know, man, God's doing a lot of great things that I will never hear about, but I can trust that he's doing it. So that's my number two takeaway of the year. Yeah, well, that's, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That's cool. And then, yeah, but for my number two, um, it's kind of going back a little bit to what I was saying with the number one. I, I did graduate this year too, so it's kind of crazy. Just yeah, uh, uh, just tons of blessings. Year, yeah, tons of blessings poured out on me um, uh, this past year. God's really taught me a lot through. Um, went on a mission trip to Europe, and then got to uh, get married, and then now. I graduated. And so it's just like, things are really, um, I've just been really feeling, uh, a lot of blessing Mm -hmm. through this. And so with that, um, I would say graduating has really taught me a lot about myself and then about like the Lord, like God's really taught me a lot through finishing school. And because, because of the time I had to reflect on my time getting my degree, yeah. And so overall, just through my experience of studying, um, looking back from when I was a freshman, I was just super hungry for knowledge and like, I want to eat this stuff up. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I want to, I'm excited. I was passionate about getting into Christian studies and learning more about my faith, learning how to understand scripture better mm-hmm. and to, uh, just kind of share that in the methods behind studying. Yeah. And so with that, um, I realized like gradually through my time as I was going, when I'm thinking at the beginning, I'm like, oh, I'm learning so much. I know so much. But then as I'm going and keep going in school every year, every semester, I was like, oh, I really don't know anything at all. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) yeah. 
Yeah. And it's like overall yes. through that, I'm like, shoot, like and at the end of this, like my last semester, as I'm like halfway through finishing like the semester to be done with school, with school, yeah. get my degree. I started thinking to myself, I'm like, so I'm almost done. So what does that mean? Like, what do I feel like this degree has done for me? And I think back and of course I learned a lot. I really did. Yeah, you, like, you do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got a lot out of it. But it's just looking back and I'm like, you know, I, I didn't really learn as much to the point to where I thought I would be today. And like as a freshman coming into college, th- I'm thinking in the back of my mind that somehow magically when I get that diploma, I'm just going to know everything. And it's no, like, yeah. no, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it was uh, um, something I, I, I already kind of knew, but I just wasn't like fully admitting that to myself. I just mm-hmm. was kind of arrogant, like just eager to learn so I'm thinking like and I'm sure that's how it is for a lot of freshmen like when you're just starting college so it's like um but it's just crazy because what God's taught me through that it's that I I don't know everything and I'm never going to truly know everything Mm -hmm. but with that there's peace that I can have with that too because it's exciting to know that I can constantly learn more and constantly grow in my relationship with the Lord and and not just in relationship with him, but also with understanding how to interpret scripture mm-hmm. and then also taking that into ministry, right? And sharing that with others. And yeah. it's it just super cool. No, that is cool, man. It, <laughs> I always think like, you know, I, I think education is great. I, I love yeah, school. Yeah. I like to study and learn and read. And But yeah, you're right. Like you, when you were 18 years old and when I was 18 years old, we were so ignorant to how ignorant we were. Yeah, right? that's actually, that's a good that's a good statement. Yeah, I like that. We, we are ignorant enough to think like, oh, I can take four years of studying and I'll come out with you know expertise on all of these things, and and when you when you start to study, man, there's no end to it, right? You go, yeah. man, there's this rabbit hole, there's this rabbit hole. Oh, I don't know that, I don't know that, and it opens up education opens up your mind to how much you don't know. It really does. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of sad, in a sense, <laughs> because yeah, now, yeah. but 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 in the same sense, don't you think it's healthy, like? Isn't it yeah. healthy to know how much you don't know? Yeah, I would agree with that. Because that's reality. It's humility. Yeah, because the thing is that's interesting about it is you can reflect on what you've learned and then mm-hmm. think, okay, I know this much, but how crazy it is to know that there's so much more out there. Yes. It, it really is humbling, like that, like you said, like, like to know that there's something more out there that you're not that great because <laughs> you don't really <laughs> yeah. understand everything that's out there. And it's like, and now to a certain degree, of course, you can learn a lot and you can learn a- enough to the point to where you're you're qualified for teaching it. Sure. Um, to where you understand uh, it enough for yourself and for others. And there's some things we can fully understand, but there's a lot of things we can't. Sure. And so I think that that was something that God really taught me through this year specifically, not mm-hmm. just throughout the entirety of my, getting my degree. This year, by graduating, I learned that coming out on the other side, it's not what you expect when you start. And you kind of realize you have a change of perspective. And it's like, you know, there's a lot I still need to learn. Yeah. yeah. No, that's true, man. Like, I have two master's degrees. And I always think it's funny they call them masters because I'm not a master of anything, right? (laughs) It's a silly silly title. It's like, man, I just – I think I know less now than I used to think I know. Like, the more I learn, the more I know I don't know. You know, that's that's the cycle of it. Um, 
Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting thinking through <laughs> yeah. through the names that we give things. Yeah, but so overall, no, that's a good yeah. that's a good thing to learn, bro. Yeah, so overall, just super blessed through um, through graduating, not just by finishing it and getting yeah. it done, but by the humbling experience of being done and realizing, hey, you know, I I don't know as much as I thought I would at this point. Yep. So yeah, and that's a healthy thing because humility is having a true depiction of who you are. Right. Right. And so we are loved by God and we are super significant and have intrinsic value and all those things. Mm. And at the same time, we don't know very much. Yeah. Right? I mean, even if we could know and understand and comprehend everything that God wrote in the Bible, right? If we if we understood all of it. Yeah. Yeah. What what God wrote in the Bible isn't really that much in comparison with who he totally and completely and fully is. Yeah. The things he wrote are completely true, but there's so much more to God than just what's in the Bible. Yeah, and it's cool, though, because through the Bible and through what we do have, we know that there's more to God. Mm -hmm. And that's what's exciting. So, like, God, he left us with enough to know and to understand and to grasp, like, hey, this is something tangible. You can understand my essence to a certain degree, but... But there's more. But that's the thing, though. (laughs) Buckle up. There's beauty to that, because it's not like this frustration of, like, oh, I can't know and I'll never know, like, I hate this kind of deal. But it's more of, like, a, like, hey... There's a lot more complexity to God because, and you know what? That makes him yeah. greater. That's the thing. It, it, I think it's greater to worship a God that you don't fully understand who is beyond your comprehension than mm-hmm. it is to worship a God that you can fully understand and know everything about because then, yeah. then it's not really all that great. It's a real it, small God. Yeah. If you can understand everything about him. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I think it's true. Yeah. A God worth worshiping should be beyond your comprehension in some aspects. Right, right. And yeah. but the thing is we still we still want to understand him and like mm-hmm. I, he wants us to understand who he is too. And so it's just this it's this and that, that's where the relationship comes in, right? It's yeah. where um you just start to learn more about uh God through the Holy Spirit and through speaking mm-hmm. to you and so. So overall though, um that's uh my number 2 is I learned that I learned a lot through graduating. So super That's cool. awesome, man. All right, my number three takeaway of 2019, what God right, has taught go. me, um, is is the purpose of my life. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but I've, I've been contemplating, and this, this verse in Philippians has just been ringing in my mind for a long time, uh, and it's, it's like the first third of Philippians 3, verse 10. Mm. So it's not even a whole verse. Okay, yeah. It's just a portion of a verse. <clears throat> but um, in this passage, in Philippians 3, um, Paul basically talks about um, not putting confidence in your flesh, and then he kind of lists how, according to the Old Testament law, he really was doing a good job, right? So he talks about right. um, uh, if anyone else has a mind to put confidence in the flesh, I have far more. And he goes on in verse 5 of Philippians 3, and he talks about he was circumcised on the eighth day. He's from the, the nation of Israel. He's from the tribe of Benjamin. He's a Hebrew of Hebrews. He was a Pharisee. Yeah. He had zeal because he persecuted the church. He followed the Old Testament law. you know. And he, he goes on, and he's naming all of his um, earthly accolades, right, which yeah. were legit. And then he says, but whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ, right? And then he says, more than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value 
of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I've suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish so that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Hmm. Um, so th- this is awesome. So he, that's, that's kind of the flavor of what he's talking about. Then he gets down to verse 10, and he says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. And, and what I've been contemplating is the first portion of verse 10 of chapter 3, that I may know him, mm. that I may know him. And that has just been ringing through my mind for a long time as that's the purpose, right? That's, that's the goal. Not that I may accomplish for him, not that I may, um, you know, uh, fix myself, not that I may, all of those things, the goal of life is to know him. Right, yeah. That's what I've been thinking about a ton. That is something God has been teaching me a lot, is the depth of knowing Christ. And again, this gets back into that Oida Gnosko thing, right? It's mm-hmm. not just Oida. It's not just... Yeah, yeah, it's a little more. It's more, yeah. yeah. It's, it's relationally. It's And and Jesus said this is the goal of life. Mm. In in uh, Back in John, when he's praying for us and praying for his disciples and the high priestly prayer, right? He says... Um, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God, and the one whom you sent, which is him. Yeah. That's what eternal life is, to know God, to know Christ. And that's what Paul's reiterating here, that I may know him. I count everything as trash, like all of my accolades, all of the, you know, for him, he's saying the education yeah. I had, the <laughs> upbringing I had, being from the right yeah, tribe. Yeah, that's right, that's the right. The ceremonial laws, all of it, I count as trash, Mm. In comparison with knowing him, everything I do, I know him. I lose everything else so that I might know him because that's where life is found. That's where eternal life is found. Jesus says that it is eternal life to know me. And so I've been thinking more and more about the goal of what I'm trying to accomplish in my life, and that's it. I want to know Christ more next year at this time than I do mm. now. And that means relational. That means knowing his word, right? That means through prayer. That means all of these things, abiding in Christ, walking in the spirit. That's what this is talking about. But I I want to know him more. That's the desire of my heart. That's the goal of my life. That's the goal of my eternity, uh, to know him. And so that that first third of Philippians 3.10 has been another significant lesson God has taught me, that I may know him. Um, and that's that's something that's just really important to me. Yeah, and I've been contemplating a lot this past year. That's that's awesome because you know what's crazy is that that's all very similar to my third hmm. thing. And like with that, it's so so my my th- the third thing that God has taught me over this past year is all very similar. It's it's through the Holy Spirit and through intimacy with Him. Mm-hmm. And I've learned over this year that you know something that is important. And then I, I think this was taught a little bit to me through marriage too, mm-hmm. is that um, you're going to have intimate moments with your spouse and things that are between the two of you, and you're going to grow together relationally. Mm-hmm. And in the way that our relationship should be with the Holy Spirit should be similar to that in the marriage relationship. Okay. And the, what I mean by that is that I think that it's important to have intimacy with the Holy Spirit and to uh, be vulnerable emotionally and to mm-hmm. uh, share 
with them uh, on a regular basis uh, with him and um, you know, just build this relationship with the Lord and to know him more. Yeah. And just like you said, just like, just like that passage, to know him, that should be the focus. And yeah. so uh, what's really cool is that God's been teaching me the same thing this past year. It's been That's really, awesome. really, it's been focus on me, right? Like, like the Holy Spirit being more intimate and understanding who God is more. Mm-hmm. And so with that, it's just, that kind of ties into everything too, that I've had that God's been teaching me over this past year. Like, um, like getting married in general, like I just brought it into that. Like that's just teaching me how I, um, how I should be knowing the Holy Spirit more mm-hmm. and the, by the example of how I know my wife. And then, um, same thing with school, even like understanding that I don't know everything. Yeah. Also help me to realize and understand I don't know everything about the Lord either, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 see, like God's just really been tying everything together for me this past year, and I, awesome. I, I think that that's just been um, something that's been very evident throughout this uh, all of 2019, and uh, not just 2019, but the past decade, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and just constantly, God's been um, weighing this on me, like, like that I need to know and understand Him more. Yeah, and so, well, and I think that. This is where it gets in, into orthopraxy, right? Like, how do yeah. we live out the Christian life? And it's hard, but it's simple. Right. Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my burden's light. And then he also says, uh, pick up your cross every day and follow me. <laughs> what in the yeah. world is that? The, the key, the secret to the Christian life is that what Jesus said, abide in me because apart from me, you can do nothing. I'm the vine, you're the branches. If you're not connected to me, you can't do anything right so what's the branch's job is it to uh, absorb nutrients from the ground nope is it to grow fruit for themselves no you you literally can't unless you're abiding in christ uh paul even puts it as walk in the spirit and then you won't fulfill the desires of the flesh not stop stop (laughs) fulfilling the desires of the flesh well you can't and not just you tyler me too (laughs) we can't the whole secret is i need to know Christ. I need to get close to him in relationship. That's that's it, man. And if yeah, I'm yeah. seeking and pursuing, abiding, walking in the spirit, getting close to Jesus and that I may know him, yeah. that's that's my job. And then he starts to transform. He yeah. starts to not de- I won't fulfill the desires of the flesh. Sometimes I think we get off yeah. focus like I'm the one who the power source of of controlling sin or urges or bad things comes through. And that's just that's just a bad belief. The whole idea is you can't do Christianity and it's Christ in you that's the hope of glory. Yeah. And and if we abide, if we walk in the spirit, if we know him, then he'll start to live out the life through us. Wow. Well, you, you know what's crazy, Robbie? I want to share this with you too. That yeah. that passage of John 15 is actually really pivotal to me and to my life. In mm. the start of this decade, um, back in uh, 2011, um, it was years ago, when um, you had actually just barely started coming to Desert Springs. Mm-hmm. And what was crazy, uh, the reason this is relevant is uh, you, you actually, you shared at one of the youth events that we had a message on John 15. Yeah. When I, when I heard that message and thought through, I need to be abiding in Christ more in depth, that's, I, I actually made a recommitment of my faith oh, that's at that awesome. point based off of that message that I heard hmm. and realized that um, I needed to be abiding in, this, in the Lord and abiding in mm-hmm. him and like, because because that passage was it was just very it really spoke to me and thought you know I can't do like 
without him, I am nothing. That's the point of it. Mm-hmm. And so thinking that through and then just the mere fact that you brought that up hmm. right now, as yeah. I'm talking about like what God's been teaching me over the past year and then the past decade. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing that he's teaching me right now. He's tying that's it awesome. all back in with that. And so I, I just want, I just think that's super encouraging. That's crazy. And, so, yeah. and we didn't prep this either. No, we didn't. Yeah. This was not prepped that's for awesome, you listeners. Man. Like that was totally out of the blue. Yet. Yeah. And so, so th- that's just like another example. Like God's just really been tying things in together and showing mm-hmm. me like, hey, this is what I'm teaching you. Abide in me. Absolutely, man. That's beautiful. Yeah. And it is, it is the secret to the Christian life. I've been, I've been thinking about that John 15 passage. Obviously, that's why I taught it at that event. Yeah. You know, right, when you were right. like in junior high or whatever, because I've been thinking about that for, man, 15, 20 years now, <laughs> yeah. because that's the key. Right, that Jesus, and and it's interesting because you look at the passage. Judas has already gone to betray Jesus. It's just the eleven disciples who really trust in the Lord. Right, and he's teaching them not how to get saved, but how to be sanctified and how to walk with him after he's gone. That's the key. Abide in Christ. Paul says, "Walk in the Spirit, that I may know Him." That it's the same thing. And man, I think so much of our lives we get focused on. I got to fix myself. Mm, which yeah. is stupid and arrogant. Yeah. And and the beautiful thing is, like, Jesus will let you try it. Okay, go ahead, go ahead <laughs> yeah. Tyler. Go ahead, Robbie. That's true. Try to fix it. Yeah, you know, recommit again. Recommit again. <laughs> yeah. Tell yourself again you're not right. going to do this. Or just get close to me, and yeah. I'll do it, because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Man, people don't – I don't think a lot of Christians – operate like that it's so simple but it's difficult to do because i want to contribute something mm-hmm. right i want to work hard i want to show the lord i can and everything that starts with i is completely anti what jesus said because he said apart from me you can't do anything mm-hmm. yeah and so yeah, that's, that's so the, true. that's the key it's just i want to know him more because in that is eternal life in yeah. that is not just eternal life to come in the future it's not like it starts after i die i can i have eternal life right now and I can, in knowing him now, I can start to experience what he calls the abundant life, right? Yeah, I came to give right. you life and give it abundantly, he said. It's not about, oh, once I die, good things start. It's about I can know him now and have a relationship with him now. And through that, he can change me and transform me and conform me to be more and more like I should be. Mm. Um, but it's about dying, not about trying. Right? Yeah, right. I, I like those rhymes. It helps me remember it. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's about it dying, is true. Yeah. not about trying. And, and you know, even John the Baptist, like, I must decrease so that he can increase. Yeah, that's the whole that's idea. Right. The goal is to become like Jesus. So why don't I let him move in and start to, to make me more like him? Because mm. he knows how to do it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Apart yeah. from him, we can do nothing. So that's cool, man. That's I like how this conversation just, came just turned about. into that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really important. Like, and that's what's crazy is like that wasn't planned. Like, that's not something we talked about beforehand. Mm-hmm. It just like just you God's bringing at work. that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's just so cool. It's it, seeing through this discussion already even further than what we prepped beforehand that yeah. God's working in our lives. And it's so, encouraging, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep, it is. It's amazing how God works through His people, through His Word through relationships, all of it. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what we want We want to um, kind of encourage you as our listeners is take take an hour this week. I know the New Year's just started, yeah. but take a time to, to reflect on the past year. 
Um, one of the things we need to do regularly is remember that the Lord's good. In the Old Testament, a lot of the times it says, ascribe to the Lord the things he's done. Mm, yeah. Ascribe. It means remember right. and thank yeah. him for the stuff that he's done in the past. And I don't know, man. I think sometimes our culture, and, and I, I know my, my heart, I'm so focused on the future and what's coming. Right. That to take time to reflect almost seems like a waste, but it isn't. Uh, it's enriching. And it, it does help you know God more to reflect on the amazing things he's done, to reminisce about them, and to, yeah. to be grateful for them. Uh, so I think that it's a healthy thing we need to incorporate into our lives regularly because, you know, so many people say, man, I don't see answered prayer. I don't see God at work. And it's like, well, have you thought about what he did over the last <laughs> yeah, year? Yeah, that's have, true. Have you been looking? Or are you just, you know, what, what does that mean? Because God has answered, to, to be honest, in my life, I know he's answered so many prayers I've prayed yeah. that I don't remember. I know that too. Right? Yeah. And so it's healthy for us to reflect and to ascribe to the Lord the good things he's done. So we encourage you this week, take some time and come up with your top three list. What are the top three things God has taught you over this year? And you might have to spend some time thinking about it, yeah, thinking yeah. about experiences and thinking, you know, like we did for this show. It took it took us some time to, to yeah, go, okay, what what are the big things that I've learned? What what are the experiences I've had that's brought about this? What scripture has been impacting my mind and my heart? Um, but we really encourage you to do that because it's a healthy thing to remember how God's been at work, not just in Israel's history, in the Old Testament, right? Not yeah, just in the yeah. New Testament, but in our lives, because he's a God of the living. He's 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 working in our lives currently. So highly encourage you, get alone, get a piece of paper, make your own top three list of the things that God has taught you over the last year, and thank mm. him for it. Ascribe to him the good things that he has been doing. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I hope this podcast episode was encouraging to you as a listener, and just that, uh, again, like we said at the beginning of the show, we... We do this for you. We want you to be able to uh, be uh, be confident in your faith and be able to defend your faith. And mm-hmm. through that, we also want to help you to grow closer to the Lord through this process. And yes. we hope that this episode helped with that and like helped um, just put you in the right mindset for the new year. But by hearing the testimony from Robbie and I about things that God has been teaching us mm-hmm. from the past year and the past decade, really. And with that, um, not just take some time, don't just take some time to reflect on the past year, but think of the past 10 years. Think back to 2010. Yeah. Like what was happening in your life then? Like what what has God taught you Mm. since then? Um, Because this is just a a pivotal moment in in our our lives and just seeing like over the past, like we... Like going into another decade is just incredible because it's it thinking, it's thinking through the pa- the fact that we were around for like ten years ago. Two thousand ten was ten years ago. Yeah, like that's crazy to think about. And so uh, by understanding how time has passed, um, it's important to take time to uh, to rest in the Lord and to reflect and thank Him for the things that He's blessed us with, or the things He's taught us with. Um, that he's taught to us. And so, um, yeah, again, just uh, hope that this podcast was an encouragement to you. Um, Be back with us next week as we get into our new series on unsung heroes in the Bible. Mm -hmm. We're super excited to get into that. And uh, we look forward to having you guys with us next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Christ, Culture, and Coffee. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe to help us reach more people.